ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, emanating from the lovely city by the bay, San Francisco, California, and yes, the man was correct, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am your host, I'm an award-winning writer as well as being the kick-ass, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, of course I defended that title off for better than 33 years, and straight up today, we're talking both boxing and MMA, that's right, boxing and USC, of course, USC 214 in the rearview mirror as was a great fight last Saturday night. Of course, we're talking about the fight from the Barclays Center. Showtime Championship Boxing undefeated. Mikey Garcia staying that way. 37-0, turning back the challenge of Adrian Broner over 12 rounds. So that was a good fight. USC 214, as I said, in the rearview mirror. And, of course, John Jones, once again, the USC light heavyweight champion of the world. Daniel Cormier, well, he had a sad ending as far as his championship run was concerned. He was in tears. You can't blame him. When you get knocked out, things happen, folks. When you get knocked out, you probably shouldn't get interviews on television afterwards. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 Seven five tonight. Of course, the Skype line is hot. It's happening as well. The address is sports byline in the number two. And last but not least, the guilt-free text line. You want to blast me? Rip me a new one? Go ahead. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So, Vasil Lomachenko, consider the maybe the best fighter pound for pound in the world. Obviously, up there in the top five. But he's had less than a dozen fights. Can he be the best fighter in the world with less than a dozen fights? We'll talk about that in length. Of course, he's on HBO Championship Boxing tonight. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide from San Francisco. Fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What you see is what you get, baby. For 33-plus years now, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest running fight show in history. That's right, we're almost older than dirt, but we're not older than dirt. Bottom line is we've got open phone lines around the planet. We can talk MMA boxing if you want, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7510. Of course, late in August now, we're coming up to the late in August, August the 26th, of course, the Match between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, of course, in Las Vegas. Well, there was a picture this week of Paulie Malinagi as far as him being uh, McGregor's sparring partner. The fact he was laying on the canvas, supposedly, after getting knocked out or pummeled. Anyway, that was a slip. He was pushed down, and they clipped a picture when he was on the floor. He was pushed down. It was a, it was a push down. It wasn't a knockdown. Anyway, Malinagi, who's been on this show many times in the past. Remember, he was the 19, what was he, 1996? Somewhere around there, 1996-2000, United States Golden Glove champion, somewhere around there. It's been a long time. Anyway, he says he's kicking McGregor's butt in sparring. And Paulie's not the greatest uh, fighter in the entire world, but he's a decent boxer, okay? Not a big puncher, but if he's beating Conor's butt like he says he is, and I wouldn't wouldn't think that that, that, that Paulie would lie like this. I don't think Paulie's just not that phony of a guy. Anyway, the bottom line is McGregor supposedly getting his ass beat in training. Of course, he will get his ass beat with Floyd Mayweather, Unfortunately, because it's not his game. It's like bringing a, a pizza chef to a pastry uh, competition. You can't do it. I mean, the pastry chef is going to cook better pastries than the pizza chef. Always, right? So that's just the way it is. Anyway, the only surprise here would be, I guess, if uh, McGregor was to step on Mayweather's foot, the only chance he's got, and then knock him out. But I don't see that happening. Remember, 
The gloves that Mr. McGregor will be wearing are 150% bigger and 150% heavier than they were when he was fighting MMA as far as uh, UFC fights. Those are four-ounce gloves. These will be 10-ounce gloves. That is a big, big, big disadvantage for Mr. McGregor. Anyway, August the 26th, live on pay-per-view. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, last Saturday night, boxing on Showtime Championship Boxing. Of course, coming to you, from, as I said, from the Barclays Center, home of the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn, New York. Man, the place was rocking. Mikey Garcia went off and won a 12-round unanimous nod, and this is what both guys had to say post-fight. Um, he's a tough fighter. He's a great fighter. He's got great skills. I was just a uh, better fighter tonight. Your technique was so superior and your angles and your jabs. What enabled this all to come together against a very accomplished fighter? I think it's the timing. I always said, you know, I have very good timing. And it's underestimated when you're looking outside from outside of the ring. But when you get inside of the ring with me, you find out that my timing is just a step in front of them. You threw 783 punches compared to 400. And you connected on power shots 225 to 125. How are you able to maintain that level of activity? Well, we trained for that for 10 weeks. We had a great training camp, great sparring. We knew that it was going to be a tough fight, so we had to be in great shape. We had to be ready to do whatever it takes to win this fight, and that's what we were able to accomplish that. You said before the fight, if you were able to punch him, it stops his offense. Was that the effect that you had this evening? It was uh, effective. It was part of the strategy to keep being a little bit more busier than the average fights that I have. That keeps him on the defensive side and allows me to continue my work ethic. What do you do now? You're undefeated, 37-0. and 0. There's some big names out there, Lomachenko, Crawford, Linares. What would you like to do from here? Anybody that wants to come join us on Showtime, they can come and give us a phone call. We're ready for anybody. And would you like to do it at this weight, or, or you've considered perhaps moving up, correct? Well, we uh, want to look at the options. I can come down to 135 for a big, important fight, a lightweight, or I can stay at 140, or if the opportunity is right, maybe move up to 147. Mikey, congratulations. Super effort. Robert, congratulations. Adrian, tough night here tonight. What was the biggest difference in your mind in this fight? Um, first of all, I got to thank God. I got to thank um, all the people who came to see me lose, all the people who came to see me win, because at the end of the day, y'all the reason I make all this money. Um, and another thing, I just want to congratulate Mikey Garcia, his team, Robert Garcia, all them. But you know what? Uh, the fight, it was a good fight. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a fighter. I come to fight. I come to win. And I put my heart on the line. I feel like. A.B., you kept shaking your head and talking during the fight as though you were never hurt or, or never, never backed up really by him. What was the thought process and your strategy in all of that? And how come you couldn't seem to muster when you needed that, that energy and that spirit that would have, you know, got you back into the fight? It, it was Tom and Jerry. He, <laughs> I had to catch the mouse. You said it was a do-or-die fight, and unfortunately it didn't they come out. They said it's a do-or-die fight. At the end of the day, listen, I'm still A.B. I'm still about billions. I'm still the can, man. And anybody still can't get it. And if you want a rematch in California, we can do it. And what about the weight? Was it just too much weight for you to come down? I wasn't tired. I was okay. It's just he fought, he fought a better fight tonight. He was the better man tonight, and it's okay. At the end of the day, I'm still a four-time world champion, four different weight classes. And when I'm done with sport, I'm going to be in the history books. All right, Adrian. Thank you. Thank y'all. All right, Mo. Back to you.
All right, thank you very much, Jim. And uh, Mikey Garcia, triumphant, making his way back to the dressing room. Adrian Broner not exactly enduring himself to what was a partisan crowd, I believe, for AB for most of the night as we look at the official scoring. Of course, the official scoring was one, one, uh, nine to three in rounds and eight, uh, and eight to four in rounds as far as the official scoring was concerned. Eight to four twice, nine to three once. That's a one-sided fight, no doubt about it. And of course, Mr. How can I put this? Adrian Broner, the guy that was getting a haircut during an interview on this show about five or six years ago, he's got a point. I mean, he's made his mark as he's going to make some money, and he's made some money. And, of course, if he's a smart guy, he'll be able to retire in Cincinnati real soon and um, take his winnings with him. But the bottom line is he just doesn't let it go. When it's there, it doesn't he, – he has – put it this way. He has somebody in front of him that's maybe got a broken nose. He doesn't do anything about it. I mean, you have to take advantages of the disadvantage of your opponent. If you don't, you end up losing. It's just the way it is. I mean, especially when you're the opponent. And when I say you're the opponent, when I say that he was the opponent here, was that, you know, everybody knew that Mikey Garcia was the heir apparent to possible greatness, 37-0, 36-0 before this fight, 37-0 afterwards. Of course, Broner now 33-4, and not the most um, dependable guy in the world when it comes to conditioning. Of course, he was in at the weight this time, coming in a couple of pounds under. More power to him on that without shaving his beard. But, you know, at the end of the day, just not a guy that lived up to the ability. Just, he had some ability. He just did not live up to it. Shame on him. Adrian Broner, of course, will be a footnote in boxing history because technically I think he's won uh, world titles in a whole bunch of different weight classes. It sort of puts him in the same neighborhood as Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah, right. You are tuned to, <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. want to mention something that most talk show hosts, as far as combat sports and boxing and MMA, probably wouldn't mention. But I want to mention Gacy Lorenzo. Gacy Lorenzo was an opponent. Gacy Lorenzo was a guy with a record of, before his last fight, he was 15-34. and 34. He had been knocked out 19 times. Uh, in those 15 wins, he had scored four knockouts, and he had a draw. So he was 15-34-1. Then he fought, on the 20th of July, he fought Jeffrey Castillo, who was making his debut in the Dominican Republic. He lost via knockout. And soon thereafter, he died. As I'm looking at his record here, oh, my God. I mean, he won one, two, three, four. He won his first eight fights, lost a fight, won a fight, won, lost five fights, won one fight, and then went on a 10-fight losing streak, then won a fight, then had a draw, then had won a fight, then went on a six-fight losing streak, then he won, he won a fight, unanimous nod over somebody in the Dominican Republic, and he came back and he lost, lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He lost nine fights in a row, and he's still fighting. Now, if you were Bruce the Mouse Strauss and you understood the, the, uh, what boxing's all about, in other words, you know, Bruce the Mouse Strauss was an opponent. What I mean by an opponent is he'd probably be, sometimes he would fight twice in a week, sometimes three times in a week. He did, and some of it was official, some of it wasn't official, but he always showed up, he made weight, and, uh, and once the fight became uncompetitive, he sort of checked out. You know what I'm saying? He didn't take a dive, per se, but once the fight became uncompetitive, he was on the, um, he was smart. I mean, he would just like, you know, find a way out. Just find a way out. That's the way you have to find way out. But guys like guys like Lorenzo, guys like Gacy Lorenzo fight with their heart. They don't fight with their brain. Bruce the Mouse Strauss was a smart dude. He fought with his brain, his head. He knew that getting hit was not good in this kind of stuff. And losing fights in, in, in decisive manner was not good, okay? But Gacy Lorenzo didn't know that. Gacy Lorenzo didn't know that, of course. He died now at the age of 34 years old with a record of 15 wins, 
35 losses, having been knocked out 19 times. I mean, so where do you where do you draw the line? Do you draw the line at like uh, 10 knockouts or eight knockouts or three knockouts or one knockout? Or I mean, where do you really draw the line when it comes to people getting knocked out and retiring them? I know in the world, the NFL now, of course, all this this uh, CTE damage they're talking about. Of course, uh, out of 111 players, 110 tested positive post-mortem for uh, CTE, which is chronic brain damage brought on by contact. Okay. And we know that now football is a very, very dangerous sport, but we knew that for a long time. We know that boxing is a very dangerous sport. I'll never forget what Nelson Mandela told Larry Merchant. Larry Merchant said to uh, uh, Nelson Mandela, how can you be such a pacifist and yet a boxer? He goes, because I volunteered to box. It isn't something It isn't something I'm being forced to do. I enjoyed boxing. Of course, the great Mar- uh, Nelson Mandela was a amateur boxer in his time before they locked him up. Anyway, back to Gacy Lorenzo. He's got a family. Of course, his family is probably going to realize, you know, that boxing has done nothing for him. I mean, it really hasn't. It's it's killed him. He, boxing killed this guy. Or whether you say it's an economic reason, he had the fight, but, you know, losing 10 fights in a row and then winning one fight in between, I mean, wow, that's that that's a lot of fights to lose. That That is a lot of fights to lose. Whether you're losing on the knockout decision, that is just a lot of fights to lose, and our heart goes out to the family. Now, tonight. Gisele Lomachenko, rocking and rolling, baby. HBO Championship Boxing. This is going to rock real good. I'm talking about Gisele Lomachenko. Of course, he pound for pound. They say he's up there. They really do. They say he's up there. They say he's a he's in you know maybe top three or top four pound for pound. But he's not got too many fights. And of course, he lost that one fight to uh, Orlando Salido when he got mugged. Remember, Salido came in like 15 pounds overweight and just beat the snot out of him. That's what he did. He just came. He said, "Guess what, man? This is my world. Now I'm going to beat you up." And he beat him up. He did not allow. Gisela Lomachenko, of course, the two-time Olympic champion, two-time world amateur champion, I believe, as well, didn't allow him to get into any boxing mode. Just mugged him, put him in a phone booth. He had a 10, about a 10 or a 15-pound weight advantage, and he worked that to his advantage, of course, and won that night. Of course, I think that if they were ever to fight again, it wouldn't be much of a contest if they were both to weigh in at the same weight. Then again, that's the advantage in boxing. These guys were smart. The people that were behind Salida were smart. They realized that they came in overweight, and, and they were able to have a significant strength advantage during the fight, a 12-round fight that this guy had only been, you know, a few rounds. I mean, he was a baby and amateur. I think he had four, like, four fights when he wanted to fight Orlando Salido in the 12-round fight. So when he lost to Salido, it was sort of like a bit of a wake-up call that you only fight at the weight you're supposed to fight at. You don't give anybody anything. No way, no how. Next up, guess who we're talking to? The great Ernie Shavers, folks, the hardest puncher in the heavyweight history, of course. The man that knocked down Larry Holmes. Muhammad Ali shook his head at me and rolled his eyes. Everybody says the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Next up on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Ernie Shavers in the flesh. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 
888-382-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I am honored, folks, with the president of my next guest. Of course, he is called the Acorn, the Black Destroyer. I call him Ernie Shavers. Ernie, how's life treating you, my brother? Life is great. And the fight game, I'm locked up from business-wise. I'm well-known worldwide, worldwide. I travel all over the world. Uh, I stay quite busy. 74 and 14 with one draw. Let's talk about your boxing career before we get into Ernie Shavers 2017. Larry Holmes told me one time, me and Larry were kicking it in Antigua. You know where Antigua is? It's one of them islands out there in the Caribbean. I've been there, yeah. Yeah, so me and Larry are kicking it on the beach, and I'm saying, you know, what's it like, man? I mean, you know, fighting these dudes. You fought some bad dudes. He goes, yeah. He goes, you know. I said, Larry, you know, the only time I ever got knocked down in a fight was when I didn't see a punch coming. He said, yeah. He goes, that applies with everybody. I said, with everybody except one person. I said, who's that? He goes, Ernie Shavers. He goes, you can see the punch coming, but it don't matter. You're probably going down. You hit that hard, man. Yeah, I was I was tremendous puncher. See, I grew up on a farm doing bales of hay. We had an old wooden furniture, did a lot of chopping trees down so they had to call up on the cold. So they built up my leg and back muscle up where the power come from. Hmm, interesting, interesting. But, you know, when, how can I put this? Holmes told me you hit hard. I was with Ali in, in Macau a couple, on a couple of different occasions and this and that. 
and we talked about hard punches, this and that, and he said Ernie Shaver, and Ali wasn't the most vocal guy in the world in 1994, but he just rolled his eyes anytime I mention your name, man. Keep him away from me. Keep Ernie Shavers away from me. Ernie, I mean, they, they loved you, but they didn't want you around. Well, I got along with Ali. Ali and Larry both were good to me. Mm-hmm. Ali let me use his training camp to prepare for Jimmy Hall's fight and three other fights. Larry always worked for me when I need spine partners. Interesting. So, what was now? now who was now, who got you started in boxing? Who was a manager? I can't think of his name right now. A little short guy. He fought. Um, he used to fight back in the day as well. I can't think of his name. Who who am I thinking of? Pedro Tomez. No, no, no. The, the little Jewish cat. The little Jewish cat that was with Don King. Remember, he lost you to Don King in a contract dispute or something like that? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, but he, he didn't get me started. That guy didn't get me started. Pedro told me I got me started. Okay. I know what you're talking about. He, he, the Don guy did work for me uh, while I got in the fight game. But Pedro told me as a young fellow how that's who started me in 70, like in 1967. Okay. When you hit people and they fall the way they did, um, what did that, what did that say to you? Did you, I mean, you realize early on that you could punch, but when you could punch harder than any man in the history of the heavyweight division, and that's how you're regarded as the hardest puncher in the heavyweight history. George Foreman has told me that Muhammad Ali has told me that Larry Holmes has told me that if those three guys tell me that I'm going to believe them, you are the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Well, see, I grew up on a farm. See, I do a lot of hard work. Uh, we did a lot of chopping trees, throwing bells of hay, counting bags of wheat, and then made me become a hard puncher or developing back and leg muscle where the power come from. So when I started boxing, I'm naturally a puncher then. I just, uh, it taught me how to punch correctly. You know, they put guys that aren't even boxers in the world in the International Boxing Hall of Fame like Sylvester Stallone. He's an actor. They put him in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. They got boxing writers they put in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. You're the hardest puncher in heavyweight history, in the history of the game, in the history of Marcus of Queensbury rules, in the history of boxing, in the history of martial arts. You are the hardest hitter ever. You should belong. You belong in that Hall of Fame, man, just as much as those other guys do. Uh, let me tell you what I'm not in sir. I'm in a couple of Hall of Fame. I just went one last year. I'm in, I, I'm in the Hall of Fame. They contacted me. When me come in, I didn't want to do it. I felt so much. I wouldn't go up there and sign autographs and work three or four days. I don't want to do it. Hall of Fame, that means nothing to me. God knows, punch hard, that's all I need to know. But you know what? Boxing fans, I think, would they feel that you deserve your props, and that's where your props would come. Well, sir, can I tell you something? I'm in two or three Hall of Fame, and they, Hall of Fame to mean nothing to me. The world knows it. The fighters know it. That's all that counts. Well, we put you in the Ring Talk Hall of Fame. No doubt about that, man. The hardest puncher pound for pound in the entire world. Now, Ernie Shavers, Larry Holmes said that you could see your punch coming and still get knocked down. How can I put this? Um, I told you earlier, I, I've never been knocked down by a punch that, that I saw coming. So I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was like to be able to see a punch. Because when you can see a punch, I don't know about you, but when you can see a punch coming, you can sort of like stand up to it. For some reason, you could take it. But when you can't see a punch coming, it's like, man, things happen. <laughs> well, see, I was such a powerful puncher. And I, I punched a lot harder and faster than most people believe. It cost a lot of big, up slow. I had had a lot of speed yep. and a lot of power. That's what I, I got to knock them out with. 
74 and 14, 68 knockouts, considered the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Of course, he told us how he got that punching power. Now, what is life like for Ernie Shavers 2017? Life is great. I get, uh, I'm known worldwide. I used to go to Europe. I work in Europe. I work all over America. Uh, I got four or five meetings coming up now. I'm leaving out this weekend. Uh, so I, I do a lot of traveling. I do a lot of work. Ernie, Ernie, you, Ernie, Ernie, you got to get me some work. You're doing all this work. You got to get me some work. <laughs> well, see, the fight game is so good to me. I treat people fair. See, Archie Moore, Sugar Ray Robinson, Rock Marshall, all those guys told me what to do when I retired. How to mm-hmm. treat people and how to care of myself. I do it and then working for me. You know, I, I got to work with um, two of those guys. Of course, the great Ray Robinson, Warren Walker Smith. He and I spent a much of a weekend together, the Tommy Hearns, Roberto Duran weekend in June of 1984. He was staying in the hotel room across from me in the old Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas. So I got to spend some time with him. And, you know, man, he wasn't only the greatest in the ring as far as pound for pound is concerned, but he was an outstanding man as far as outside the ring is concerned. He really knew boxing. He knew more about society and people than you can imagine for a prize fighter. He was well, well-versed and a very articulate man. Oh, yeah. I met him here in Las Vegas. He gave me some good advice. I listened to it, and it worked out well. Well, that's good. Anyway, what do you, uh, what's on, what's, what, all right, what are you doing this week? What's Ernie Shavers doing this week? Well, I go back to work next week. I'll be up in, uh, some, up in, uh, somewhere out midway with some, what's out there, person, person out there. Okay. Uh, then I've got three or four places, uh, lined up now to make appearances. I do autograph signing. Stuff like that. So I, I stay quite busy. Okay. When you look at the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a hard question here. 111 National Football League players were tested that died recently, and they were tested in after they were dead for their brains as far as brain damage was concerned. And all, 110 out of 111 of them came up with this severe brain damage called CTE. Now, boxers come up with that a lot less. Is that, do you, do you, I mean, if I had to, believe it or not, I know I boxed, but if I, I played football as well, but if I had to send my kid in, in in a direction, I wouldn't send him in the direction of football. Believe it or not, I'd opt out for boxing instead. I think it's less dangerous. Well, can I tell you something? Huh? I play high, high school football. Mm-hmm. Football is that's a tough sport. Compared to boxing, it, I mean, it's much tougher than boxing. I mean, it, I, I enjoy it while I'm playing, but it's a tough, tough sport. I thank God that I did play when I started boxing. When I got tired from working hard, I thought of a football day. I kept it on going. Wow. Well, Ernie, we wish you the very best of luck and continued success in your future. And, of course, I think the Kentucky Boxing Hall of Fame is talking about inducting you, and I think they should. I think every Boxing Hall of Fame around the world should induct the Acorn, the Black Destroyer, the great Ernie Shavers, the man that put people on their butts. And guess what? They all John knew it. They had been hit by Ernie Shavers, and life was never the same after that. So we thank you so much for spending some time with us today, man, and we wish you the very best. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, man. The great Ernie Shavers. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 
$1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I want to get into it, man, you know, like a, like a sex machine, man, moving, doing it, you know, can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Daniel, give us your thoughts right now. I don't know, man. Uh, I thought the fight was going well. I don't even know what happened. It's like I kicked in the head. Oh, man, that's so disappointing. You know, I don't think it's a good idea to interview fighters after they've been knocked out, but I really wanted to give you a chance to express yourself. I know this was an incredible moment for you. It was very emotional. What, what can you say at all about this and the rivalry between you and John? I don't know, man. I guess if you win both fights, there is no rivalry, so I, I don't know. Thank you for everything, Daniel. Daniel Cormier, ladies and gentlemen. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. So Cormier and Tears are losing the uh, light heavyweight title to John Jones, a rightful title holder at 205 pounds, no doubt about that. Now 23-1, and one, the only two losses on Cormier's ledger were to the Mr. John Jones himself. Straight up, it was a third-round knockout. It was a head kick and, of course, followed up by punches. And here's what, here's what my man Jubble Double J, John Jones, had to say post-fight. 
John Jones, congratulations to you. That was uh, another impressive victory for you. I know when you spoke to us on the weigh-in show, you told us you were going to get a finish. So how good did this feel for you tonight? Oh, I felt really, really good. You know, um, my goal was to finish the fight before the championship rounds. You know, I was talking about finishing Daniel Cormier all week, all training camp. That was our expectations. You know, I, I, I was telling people in my interviews that, that uh, I expect more out of myself at this age in my life and at this stage in my career, and, um, and I got more out of myself. So it's a blessing. You know, John, there was a whole lot of pressure on you tonight. You come back off a long layoff. You're facing the second greatest light heavyweight of all time. Um, there was revenge on the line. You guys were going back and forth. How much pressure were you feeling heading into this fight? Um, honestly, no pressure at all, man. I, um, man my, my faith and my belief has, has grown tremendously. You know, I'm, I'm 30 years old now, and I feel like I'm stepping into a different, uh, a different level in my career. And uh, it was weird, man. If you follow me on Instagram and things like that, you'll see lots of photos and videos of me just laughing and enjoying the process. Um, it was almost, almost nerve-wracking how, how I wasn't afraid. And, um, but it just goes to show me and my team that I'm ready for more. John, obviously, after such a long time away, uh, I, I, thought, I thought you came back and you handled the, the emotions and the pressure fantastically. But going into the Thank third you, round, uh, did you feel that uh, Cormier was ahead in the fight and you had to pour the pressure on? Because, listen, it was an amazing finish, but, you know, Cormier was connecting a little bit. Oh, yeah, he collected a lot, actually. My jaw is pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty numb. Pretty numb. Um, he did. He did really good. I felt like I, I had the first round hands down. I felt like round two, round one, uh, round one, two and three were uh, pretty competitive before the finish. Um, I thought uh, Cormier did great. I know how much this fight means to him, and uh, you know I know he put it all out there. I, I don't know if he has any excuses for his loss, but but from my understanding, he had a, a beautiful training camp, and it feels great to beat Daniel at his best. You know, John, you, you mentioned you saw that he was dipping down a little bit, and I mean, you couldn't have thrown a kick at the more perfect time. Was that something you saw uh, throughout the fight and you were kind of waiting for that opportunity? Yeah, you know, I watched the Anthony Johnson fight and, and uh, in our first fight, you know, Daniel came really close to, to being dropped with left high kicks. And, uh, and we knew that if we just got him to focus on his hands and boxing, that maybe we can get him to forget about the, 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 the head kicks and the kicks. And uh, sure enough, we were patient, we waited, and, uh, and the opportunity presented itself and we took it. Well, John, you're a man that uh, the fans just love to watch. You mentioned kind of a super fight in the octagon afterwards. You mentioned the name Brock Lesnar. What do you think are the chances of that fight really happening? Well, uh, you know, I'm up for it. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I think it's about time for me to be involved in a super fight. Um, and uh, I think that's what the fans really want to see is, uh, is me challenging myself against a heavyweight why not do it against the biggest and uh, one of the most scary heavyweights in, in, in UFC history in Brock Lesnar? He brings a tremendous following, and uh, I just think it would be so great for the sport uh, of, of MMA. Well, John, you're absolutely right. That would be fantastic, and I, for one, would definitely pay to see that. But that aside, nice. what's next? I mean, if you go to heavyweight, you're going to stay there or you're going to focus on the light heavyweight division? I mean, you've pretty much ruled the light heavyweight division for a long, long time already. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of fresh blood in, in the light heavyweight division. We got uh, we got this uh, Russian guy that, that fought tonight um, and won. Uh, we got uh, Jimmy, 
you know, uh, there's, there's fresh blood coming up. And I love to rule the light heavyweight division for um, for a while longer. Um, but super fights and things like that, I think now is the time for that. I feel like I don't really have much to prove in this division anymore. Um, well, people could argue that. But uh, I feel like now is the time to uh, to branch out and experiment uh, with some uh, some real big fights. Get paid. I haven't fought, man. I haven't. I've been inactive, so I need a check. Let's get some big fights. I mean, you you make a pretty strong argument there. Uh, there's no doubt about that. You, you've had a lot of highlights, obviously, in your career, John. When you look back on this rivalry with with Daniel Cormier, how are you going to look back on this? Man, just. Uh, this fight, uh, Simulize, represents so much. Uh, it represents, you know, my journey and, 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 and just staying faithful through my mistakes and through the criticism and things like that. I mean, it, it, it's been really tough, and I'm not, I'm not saying poor me at all. I, I mean, I've, I've been a dumbass, and I've done a lot of things to, to make myself a laughingstock. But, man, I stayed faithful through it all, and, uh, and, uh, and now I'm here. So it symbolizes, uh, you know, the power of not giving up and, uh, and making a decision to try to do better and, and, and getting your life back. Um, and then just to, to close this chapter with, with Daniel Cormier, I don't even know why it was such a big thing in the first place. You know, I beat him fair and square the first time and uh, off of steroids, and I beat him the second time uh, off of steroids. So, um, you know, it's, it just symbolizes so much, man. It, 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 I, I, feel, I feel complete. And I feel a sense of closure. Well, John, it's really great to have you back. I will say on a side note, though, Kenny and I are pretty sad Chandler Jones is no longer a Patriot. We missed him for the last little while. Hey, Chandler. <laughs> he Come here. fantastic. And really. I think, I think Chandler's on, there. Come on back to the Patriots. Yeah, hey, so they're saying that they're upset. Kenny Flory and Karen Bryant said that they hate that you're not a Patriot anymore. What do you have to say so they can hear you? Oh, I get oh, it. Boy. It is what it is. <laughs> the Cardinals were all right, but Chad. He's got a ring, though. He's you, got a ring. Yeah, he did. Hey, and Chandler. John, hey. what's with all this blue belt nonsense? What's up? Come on, you submit blood belts, but they're giving you a blue belt? What's going on? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, what would you say? What's a, with what? I said, what's all this blue belt nonsense? I've seen you submitting <laughs> blood belts, and they're awarding you a blue belt? Come on. <laughs> I don't. I can't hear. I can't understand what you're saying. Oh, never mind. I can't no, understand. Nobody can. But listen, Chandler. Oh, I mean, I have some friends in the Patriots organization. Maybe we can get Chan back just to block the kicks. Come on. Uh, they, they said maybe they'll get you back. <laughs> yeah. Get that paper. He Come said on, go Bob cards. Craft. Oh yeah, go cards. And big heart. All right. Look at this guy. Hey, listen. Jones thank sandwich. you so much to you. Um, I know uh, you. You've just Love made you, uh, your night. Your comeback is a wonderful, wonderful story. We're so happy to have you back inside the octagon, John, where you truly do belong. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys right. so much. God bless you guys. 23-1, and one, John Jones, of course, the only fight he ever lost. He was disqualified, elbowed somebody while he was on the ground. Okay. Now we have the USC, of course, 214 in the rearview mirror. Of course, I want to mention it. The welterweight championships stayed in the same place. Tyrone Woodley, a winner, of course. Tyrone over Damian Maya. It didn't excite Dana White, but I'm sort of, sort of tired of Dana White, and hopefully they will move him out of his position as being the face of the USC Real, real soon, sooner rather than later. Of course, USC going with a fight night tonight, of course, coming to you from the Mexico City Arena, baby, down in the Ciudad de Mexico. That's right, Mexico City, of course, USC coming alive south of the border. And, of course, when I talk with Showtime's vice president, I think he was a VP then, Stephen Mendoza, was that his name, Mendoza? I think it was. Anyway, he talked about the MMA uh, crowds when he had Showtime, and he was talking about the fact that 
per capita, there were more Latinos watching MMA than there were watching boxing. Now, there were more fans watching boxing in whole, as a whole, but there were more a higher percentage of Latinos watching um, the watching MMA on Showtime than there were watching boxing. So I thought that was a little bit crazy. Anyway, but Mendoza saw this coming. Of course, the USC is rocking and rolling now, no doubt about it. Of course, you see, man, what can I say? I mean, Dana White is taking this company to a new level. He sold it for four point. What four point two billion bucks was like four thousand two hundred million dollars. More power to him on that, but you know, time for Dana to just go. Time for Dana. Dana has li- outlived his usefulness. Of course, he he made that company from a money loser into a four point two billion dollar entity. So more power to him. Let him take his money and run because it's time to leave. Anyway, checking out tonight's cards. Coming to you, coming to you on Fox Sports One. The Mexico City Film site will be on Fight Pass as well. Of course, if you're really a freak and you're really into the MMA world, the USC, you probably want to join the USC and take on their Fight Pass card. Of course, it's like 10 bucks a month. You get to watch all these different fights that they don't show on regular TV. Uh, is, is, it, is it a necessity? It is if you're a freak, no doubt about it. Now, August the 5th, of course, Saturday night, Mexico City, Fox Sports 1, Sergio Pettis, the brother of Anthony Pettis, the former lightweight champion of the world, taking on Brandon Moreno in a flyweight bout that's 125 pounds. Also on the card, Randy Marcos and Alexa Grasso. They'll be they'll be uh, uh, rumbling. I, that's what, I, I think they're females. Rhonda and Alexa. I hope they're females. It says catchweight one nineteen here. Doesn't say females though. Welterweight's Alan Juban who can fight a little bit. And Nick Price. Uh, looking at the rest of the guys on the card, nobody really stands out there. Of course, the UFC schedule not the greatest as far as I'm concerned. They've got these, you know, like the last week's card was a good fight, good fight card, but it didn't, it didn't. How can I put this? You didn't didn't have to watch it. They've got to put some fights out there that you have to watch. You have to watch this. You have to watch that. And there aren't too many have-to-watch fights anymore in the world of the UFC. Why is that? I don't know. They've cornered the entire market, just about. I mean, Bellator started to make some moves and signing people. Uh, they started to guide Masasi, which was a good move as far as Bellator is concerned, and Scott Coker, because Masasi is a guy that always shows up. He wins more often than he loses, and he always puts up a good fight. He's always in good shape, and Gagar Masasi is a good ambassador for Bellator MMA, no doubt about that. Bellator returning. I'll get to that after the uh, next break. But Bellator coming back to Spike TV. Of course, Bellator and their relationship relationship with Spike TV. Although they do good numbers when they when they uh, when they appear on Bellator, on Spike TV, they don't appear consistently, and that is the problem I think with Bellator MMA is that you know when you go six or seven weeks in a row or five weeks in a row and then you don't go for a while, it's sort of people like. What happened? I mean, that's sort of the difference between um, the USC and Bellator is that when it comes to the USC, they they continue to rock and roll week in and week out. I mean, they find some ways to put their cards on Bellator, and they just say, you know what, we're going to put on 25 events a year, 25 to 30 events a year, and that's just the way it's going to be. Anyway, the bottom line is, of course, the heavyweight division, as far as Bellator is concerned, is just like way out there. They don't even have a heavyweight champion. I think they need to get themselves a heavyweight title holder together. They need to get a good heavyweight division. Try to build a heavyweight division. Of course, they tried to build uh, Fedor Emelianenko was beaten by Matt Matrioni a while back. Of course, Fedor now toast. Stick a fork in him. I mean, the last emperor, the last emperor standing, the last emperor, last time I saw him, he was getting his butt whipped. Time for him to just go away. Of course, he wasn't even knocked out in a fight like the fight before last. I think he was knocked out by Fabian Ma, I want to say Fabio Maldonado, knocked him out and then hit him again, knocked him out and then hit him a couple more times and woke him up, knocked him out and then woke him up. And then, of course, he was finished soon thereafter. Of course, take it back. They tried to call that fight a draw. 
to try to qualify to draw. A double knockout of Fedor ended up being a draw officially. Of course, I think they had to uh, non-sanction that fight. It was, you know it was sanctioned by, right? Fedor's company. Yeah, Fedor, he, he was a promoter, he was a referee, his uncle was doing this. Bottom line is Fedor Emelianenko, no longer the last emperor standing, actually the last emperor laying. He should think about another career. Straight up, I hear Rashad Evans is talking about making a camp change. Of course, Mexico City, he's going to be on the Mexico City card. The Mexico City cards, I said, um, not all that hot. Not all that hot. When you look at the rest of the UFC card throughout the year, them in Bellator, I don't know. This is not going to be the greatest year of, of MMA. I think that the the, uh, the fact that Floyd Mayweather and, and Conor McGregor have taken some of the air out of the room, I mean, they really have. No doubt about it. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Take that back. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city, by the way, San Francisco, California. I mean, it, it, it's been really tough, and I'm not, I'm not saying poor me at all. I, I mean, I've, I've been a dumbass, and I've done a lot of things to, to make myself a laughingstock. But, man, I stayed faithful through it all, and, uh, and, uh, and now I'm here. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball, but this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery. 
and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The very first lady of soul, no doubt about it, Miss Mary Wells. I was in the room where this was recorded. Believe it or not, it's a house in Detroit, Michigan. It's a house, a residential house. It was on West Grandview Boulevard. In the basement was a recording studio upstairs. Barry Gordy, the president of Motown Records, raised his family. I kid you not. The boxing schedule, of course, Saturday night, of course, the Silomanchenko against Mariaga. That's HBO Championship Boxing. On MMA, of course, UFC is going to be doing their thing from Mexico City on Fox Sports 1, checking out the upcoming boxing schedule. Miguel Cotto is going to take on, oh boy, Yurashiro Kamiji. Uh, what is, he's only lost four fights now, 40 and four? No, they're going to take that. Miguel Cotto is going to take on uh, Yashiro Kamiji. That's for the WB 154-pound title. It's at the Stubhub, Stubhub Center in Carson, California on the 28th of August. Shane Mosley going September 9th in Russia against Magobed Kubinov. And he's 11-0 with nine knockouts. He's going to destroy Shane Mosley. It's true. Shane Mosley on 47-9, one draw. I mean, man, he, should, he was a long time ago. She was stuck a fork in him. Of course, the big fight, the 16th of September, baby, for all the marbles. I'm talking about Gennady Golovkin, undefeated 36-37-0 now, of course. Talk about 49-1, and 50-1. Saul Alvarez. Man, this is going to be it. Canelo, Gennady, Triple G, Canelo Alvarez going down. September 16th for all the marbles at 160 pounds. You are tuned to the Ring Talk Radio Network, of course, live right here every Saturday and Sunday. Ring Talk Live Worldwide emanates from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Don't forget, you can always catch Johnny Taco and his All-Stars tonight. That's 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern time, right here on the Ring Talk Radio Network. Cause I love you so. 